Hello, Kryptonauts. Today we are recording for December 18, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 largest gainers and losers in crypto. So this is two groups, you got your top gainers and your top losers. So we're going to do 10 and 10. Alright, top gainers, number 1, Vox.Finance with 364.1% gain. Number two, Kebab Token with 132.2% gain. Number three, Bao Finance with 128.2% gain. Number four, Sand with 128.1% gain. Number five, Tokes with 121.1% gain. Number six, Mass with 109.2% gain. Number seven, CY Finance with 100.2% gain. Number 8, Passive Income with 95.2% gain. Number 9, Defo Hub with 95.1% gain. And number 10, Rody Bank Coin with 81.8% gain. Alright, now your top losers. Number 1, Dexfin with 72.6% loss. Number 2, Gains V2 with 51.8% loss. Number 3, DM Script with 51.1% loss. Number four, YF Pro Finance with 50.2% loss. Number five, Stake Dow with 49.1% loss. And number six, Julian with 43.8% loss. Number seven, Pegs Share with 41% loss. Number eight, Ludos Protocol with 38% loss. Number nine, Aventus with 37.4% loss. And number 10, L Evolution with 36% loss. Alright, that is your top 10 top gainers and losers in crypto. Your overall total market cap is at $974.7 billion, down by 6%. Alright, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Sharyuwa Malwa. Botnet found amplifying Tron founder Justin Sun's tweet. Tron founder Justin Sun has gained an enthusiastic response around the crypto giveaways, with such tweets often reaching thousands of likes and retweets. However, some of the engagement could be the result of artificial twit. Twitter bots, according to one data scientist. Quote, We've seen Justin Sun turn up occasionally in our research on fake engagement networks, so we started pursuing his followers to see what there is to see and found an interesting little group of batch-created accounts, the data scientist tweeted on Thursday. Twitter bots are a type of spam software that impersonate humans and perform tasks that resemble those of everyday Twitter users, such such as liking tweets and following other users. Sun's Twitter profile was found to be infested infested with such elements. More than 866 bots 
all with female names, were discovered to have been created on September 24th and October 1st by an unidentified, unidentified source. There is no reason to suspect Sun was involved in the creation of these accounts or is even aware of them among his 2 million strong followers. Yeah, he has 2 million and yeah, I doubt that he's in a... Come on, come on, really? 866 bots. You think he's going to be able to find those in the 2 million people, really? The botnet's accounts use stock images as profile pictures and were found quoting sentences from author Bram Stoker's Dracula in 1897 classics. This served as a facade for showing authenticity. The bots were programmed for four things. Retweeting Sun's giveaways tweets, retweeting general crypto tweets, replying good to tweets by one swap, and tweeting out illegible sentences. Alright, alright, alright. Next news written by Matt Husey. Hedge fund sharks are heading for Bitcoin whale waters. It was a bonanza of a day for the crypto markets while the surge that took Bitcoin and the broader markets into the stratosphere happened yesterday. The gains were all sustained. At the time of writing, the world's biggest market cap cryptocurrencies are all in the green. In fact, you'll you'll have to scroll all the way down to Theta Token at 38 to find a currency that has performed poorly in, poorly in the last 24 hours, according to provider Nomix. Global market cap is now sitting pretty at $666 billion. And crypto as a percentage of gold is now above 9% for the first time this year. As we've seen reporting reporting on repeatedly in the last few weeks, the boom has been powered by a combination of the Federal Reserve's unyielding unyielding support of the U.S. economy, which has led to a weakening of the U.S. dollar and institutional investors' use of Bitcoin as a hedge against other market forces. But more recently, a new type of investor has started appearing in the cryptocurrency's water, the hedge fund, the hedge fund sharks. <laughs> so we had no more well, they're sharks now. These are a particularly unusual type of trader and bring with them the potential for increased market volatility as they use movements to increase profits at the expense of hodlers. Whereas the majority of day traders are betting their own money on being able to predict the price of Bitcoin, hedge funds are different. Hedge funds managers are money managers for the rich. To be worthy of the give, to be worthy of giving you money to to a hedge fund, you need to have a net worth of one million dollars and earn roughly three hundred thousand dollars a year. The amount of varies according according to where the investor is. Hedge fund managers then have a, autonomy over what they choose to invest in. Perhaps the most famous example was Michael Burry, the eccentric hedge fund manager, played by Christian Bell in 2015 movie The Big Short. Okay, let's see, scrolling on down. Eh, alright, next news. Written by Scott Chaplina. How upcoming crypto wallets restrictions will affect you. The US Treasury is about to impose new restrictions on money services money services businesses that interact with self-hosted crypto wallets as pointed out by the Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong reported by The Block. It's anticipated that the new rule will, will request MBS to file currencies transaction reports with a client conduct a crypto-related transactions above a yet-to-be-confirmed threshold. The rule might be similar to current reporting transactions will establish in the tra- traditional finance world, so it hasn't come as a total shock. The crypto businesses may have to report sizable movements of crypto to the U.S. Treasury would be a big development in the crypto industry. However, it doesn't come as a particular surprise. Places like Singapore and Switzerland have already been anticipating such a rule. 
Lucas Huang, head of head of growth and at decentralized exchange TokenLong, told Decrypt. Reporting requirements are commonplace in traditional finance, but the cryptocurrency industry has often been reluctant to accept similar restrictions on transactions. Quote, if, if it may add to the much-discussed legitimacy and confidence in the crypto space, which is a good thing. However, the ideology behind using and trading crypto is so much about having ownership of your wealth, independent of third-party influencers, Huang added. True. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Tornado Cash proposes Uniswap-like airdrop to early adopters. The developer of Tornado Cash, an Ethereum crypto mixer focused on privacy, have unveiled a new proposal that aims to give some control over the platform to its users, according to a Medium post published today. Tornado.cash has been fully autonomous and decentralized, but is static. It has no way to evolve. This is a proposal to change that. If this proposal is adopted, then the governance of Tornado.cash will be entrusted to its users, said the post, adding, this way the users of Ethereum will control their own privacy protocol. While the creator of Tornado Cash are not positioning it as a mixing service specifically, it works pretty much as one. Essentially, it breaks the on-chain link between the source and destination address and utilizes zero-knowledge zero proof technology to hide users' transaction details. Ethereum tokens come in come in on one end, get mixed around, and exit on the other end without revealing any details in between. In other words, whatever happens in Tornado Cash stays in Tornado Cash. To transfer control over to users, the developers proposed to issue a special governance token called, called TORN. Token holders will be able to make proposals and vote to change the protocol. However, only early adopters and founding developers will be eligible for the airdrop and distribution. Alright, next news, read by Scott Chiplina. Early Bitcoiners regret selling BTC, now worth billions. Yes, 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 that is me. I'm raising my hand. That was me. That is me. Because I, I calculated how much I would have had by now if I just hodled my Bitcoin. But I decided to get into some altcoins that went bottom up. Martini Malmi sold 55,000 of his personal Bitcoin over eight years ago. That amount of Bitcoin is today worth approximately 1.2 billion dollars. Malmi, an early adopter, an early Bitcoin developer who supported the earliest development of the cryptocurrency, didn't sell his Bitcoin for nothing. In fact, he managed to purchase a small studio, quite a boring software development job, and moved to Japan for two months to study Japanese. But if he held on to his Bitcoin, he could have done so much more. Quote, that is regretful. But then again, with the early Bitcoiners, we set in motion something greater than personal gains, Mommy tweeted. That is true. That is true. You got to think about it. That's like that's like one of those things that if, I forgot the guy's name, but uh, it was one of the guys that uh, bought pizza, two pizzas with 10,000 Bitcoin. If that transaction did not happen, then who knows where Bitcoin would have been been now. It, it, it had to happen. It had to happen. So... Yeah, just to show that there's value in Bitcoin. In 2011, when the exchange rate for Bitcoin peaked around $15 to $30 bracket, Malmi was able to buy a Bitcoin, was able was able to buy a comfortable studio apartment at the age of 22. What's more, while in Japan, he managed to visit Mr. Gox's Tokyo office well before a devastating hack halted the crypto exchange in its track. But if it, but it wasn't all fun and adventures in 2012. He had to sell most of his remaining Bitcoin at a worse rate than the previous year, 
as he waited for his next job opportunity. But while he may not be, be a millionaire, he managed to hold onto some of his Bitcoin to this day. Since then, I've been I've kept my various amounts of savings in Bitcoin. That's not much, but still nice gains over the years, Malmi said, adding happy about the recent development. All right. Yes, I am too. I'm holding a small amount of Bitcoin and I'm holding it. I'm hodling. I'm stacking sets and hodling. Next news written by Shayua Malwa. Twitter may memorialize Bitcoin pioneer Hal Finney's account. The Twitter account of computer scientist Hal Finney, one of Bitcoin's early developers, could soon be commemorated after the platform rolls out a new account policies next year, as per announcement on Thursday. Finney passed away in 2014 after battling life-threatening complications from ALS, a rare disease. Twitter users have long demanded better policies and recognition for accounts belonging to deceased users. In 2019, the social media giant even received backlash after proposing an automatic deletion of inactive accounts, a move that would mean <clears throat> accounts belonging to deceased users would vanish. But Twitter didn't move ahead with the changes, stating at the time it would not remove any inactive accounts until such concerns were adequately addressed. The new update expands on that. We know how important it is to preserve a Twitter account in memory of some who had passed. The firm said, adding that it would unveil a new account type specifically designed for memorialized accounts. Nice. <clears throat> Next news written by Alexander Behrens. Opium insurance to tackle risk in DeFi markets. Opium is, sh is showing up to the DeFi party, but it's bringing something far less risky than its name implies, insurance. Opium protocol announced today the implement the impending launch of opium insurance a tool designed to help traders hedge risk while charting a course through the risky waters of DeFi. opium says it will offer tradable customizable insurance token fund funded by pooled liquidity the intention is to provide simplified coverage that could push the envelope of new coverage products emerging from the DeFi landscape in an ecosystem that is anything but simple opium protocol launched a hedge hedging products for Tether in September and raised more than $3 million in funding round led by QCP, Soteria, Hashkey, and others in November this year. The insurance is an, is an intentional expansion of the Opium Protocol's core, core focus on decentralized derivatives. Over the summer, we've learned that there's a lot of demand for these products and we didn't see a lot of competitors there, so we doubled down on it, Opium Protocol product, product and community manager Denise Yelmas told Decrypt. Right. Next news, written by Liam Frost. 10% of Bitcoin supply hasn't moved for 10 years. <clears throat> Approximately every 10th Bitcoin has hasn't been moved in 10 or more years, according to the according to crypto metrics platform Glassnode. But why? Glassnode's data shows that 1,857,721 Bitcoin has remained stationary for over 10 years, as of December 17th, with a total amount with a total of around 18,573 18,573,268 coins in circulation. This translates into roughly 10% of all Bitcoin mined to date. Still, while some Bitcoin maximalists can view this as a sign of true hodlers commitment, the reality is much less romantic. Most of the coins are probably long dead, lost forever due to various circumstances, so no one will ever be able to use them. First of all, Bitcoin enigmatic creator Satoshi Nakamoto mined around 1.125 million BTC, which hasn't been moved for over a decade by now. 
so no one knows where he is or she might be today, or even if they are still alive. The fate of these coins is cloudy at best. Yeah. Next news, written by Scott Chiplina. Folds plan to make Bitcoin go, go mainstream. Even though Folds Bitcoin reward card started shipping in July, demand is so high that there's still around 150,000 people on the waiting list, all hoping for a chance to start earning Bitcoin rewards. Fold is focused on providing a simplified on-ramp for the everyday layman rather than speculators or sophisticated investors. This is a theory that Bitcoin's next wave of adoption will actually be fueled by regular spenders, earners, and savers, and people are excited. All I want for Christmas is my Fold card, said one, tw- said one Twitter, Twitter user. But what does Fold hope to achieve? Fold CEO Will Reeves told Decrypt that the existing on-ramp for Bitcoin, like signing up for the exchange and undergoing erroneous KYC are too complex for everyday people. So Fold is trying to unlock the market of of the everyday consumer by making Bitcoin simpler than ever. When we started Fold, our pretty simple vision was how can we make Bitcoin more accessible to everyday people, Reeves said. The answer for Reeves was simple, to create the mechanism that allows everyday buyers to earn Bitcoin in their everyday purchases. Cashback rewards are not a new concept. Rewards like air miles and hotel points have been around for years, but tapping into Bitcoin as a reward is something that hasn't been done that much before. All right, get your fold card. Next news written by Liam Frost. What Coinbase, what Coinbase going public means for the crypto industry. Yesterday, Coinbase, uh, excuse me. Yesterday, cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase announced that it plans to officially go public, sending Ripple across the crypto crypto sphere. Depending on market conditions and the continued positive momentum, crypto Coinbase may list at the high-end valuation of $32 billion, roughly. We believe $28 billion is a fair valuation, Masari researcher Mira, Mira Cristanto to Decrypt. As for the first major digital asset-focused company to go through an initial public offering, Coinbase could potentially set a new standard for the whole industry, some experts noted. Ariel Ohanyo, CEO of Keyless Bitcoin wallet Zengo, said that Coinbase's IPO cannot be overstated. As the first major crypto-focused company to go public, Coinbase may set the tone for the future development of the whole industry. This is a milestone for the industry and a new stage of economic legitimization. It confirms the industry is maturing and bringing solid players under the spotlight. Ohanyon told Decrypt, adding, this is a validation that crypto is not just about some speculation games started by some passionate tech geeks in the garage. Alright, next news written by Will Gotsengen. Rapper Lil Pump to launch PumpCoin cryptocurrency. Rapper Lil Pump, perhaps best known for songs like Gucci Gang and for shilling the Donald Trump earlier this year, is launching a cryptocurrency called PumpCoin. It's a collaboration with Fuse, a company that essentially scrutinizes celebrity status, peddling coins themed at the popular creator and influencers. According to a press release, PumpCoin will let you game directly with the rapper himself, as well as engage with Lil Pump in other unspecified ways. No word yet on how exactly that's going to work. The company said said the coin would be announced later today and described it as being like uh, Cameo but even cooler. A representative for the company confirms to Decrypt that PumpCoin will only be available outside of the U.S. thanks to SEC regulations. The company plans to release the coins in early 2021. Alright, next news written by Jose Antonio Lanz. Crypto bulls take a breath as Bitcoin XRP prices dip. 
The Bitcoin bull run has been frantic. Taking a moment to breathe probably isn't a bad idea. The total market capitalization for the crypto has increased $100 billion in the last 48 hours. Today, though, that excitement has been temp uh, tempered somehow. Bitcoin is down a little more than half a percent, settling around $22,600. XRP, the third largest cryptocurrency by market cap, took the biggest hit down by nearly 12%, trading above 50 cents. Bitcoin still bullish. Although Bitcoin is currently in uncharted territories after settling an all-time high and breaking through the psychological barrier of $23,000, the cryptocurrency is once again running a, running to calm waters. Bitcoin almost hit $24,000 milestone, but has since pulled back to pulled back a bit. It got to as low as $22,329 today before settling into its current price. Okay. Next news written by Robert Stevens. How to buy shares in Coinbase before its IPO. San Francisco-based crypto... Uh, San Francisco-based Coinbase yesterday announced that it has confidently submitted a filing for the initial public offering. But while public investors must wait until Coinbase hashes out the details with the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission, crypto exchange FTX has jumped the gun and may soon let customers in on pre-listing futures contracts market for shares in Coinbase, FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried told Decrypt. As first reported by Coindesk and as confirmed to Decrypt, Bankman-Fried is working with CM Equity, the German capital markets firm FTX partnered with when it launched tokenized stock markets in October to work out whether the market would be com compliant. We're going to try to do it, but not, not sure yet whether we'll be able to, Bankman-Fried told Decrypt. All right. Next news and last news of the day, written by Jeff Benson. U.S. Treasury to apply Bank, uh, bank Secrecy Act rules to crypto wallets. The rumors were true. After weeks of speculation that the Treasury Department was working on regulations that would affect crypto wallets, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, FinCEN, today issued proposal rules that would require banks and money service, money service businesses to submit reports keep records and verify identity of customers who make crypto transactions into unhosted wallets. The new rule, which has gone out, out for public comment until January 4, 2021, proposed that convertible virtual currencies and legal tender digital assets be classified as monetary instruments and are therefore subject to requirements of the Bank's Secrecy Act. Secrecy Act. Under those rules, any transaction totaling more than $10,000 in a 24-hour period must be reported to FinCEN, a bureau of the U.S. Treasury Department and that customers' identity must be verified, many transactions would require a lower threshold of $3,000. Know your customer rules applies to even private crypto wallets. Wow! I wonder how that's all going to play out. U.S. authorities have found that malign actors are increasingly using CVC to facilitate international terrorist financing, weapon proliferation, sanction and evasion, and transnational monetary money laundering as well as to buy and sell controlled substances stolen fraudulent identification documents and access devices counterfeit goods malware and other crypto hack and other computer hacking tools firearms toxic chemicals reads the notice okay let's see scrolling on down let's see congress is the best place to weigh the competing policy issue at stake a rule adopted now could also potentially extend the BSA to new types of transactions beyond Congress' intent, she wrote. The Treasury rules would also likely be adopted without public comment under an oft-abused 
portion of the Administrative Procedure Act. Transparency makes good policy. It's really that simple. Let the sun shine in, Mr. Sec uh, Secretary. All right. Well, I don't know if that's good news. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. That doesn't sound too good. Well, here's a tweet from Brian Armstrong. This sounds like a reasonable idea on the surface, but it is a bad idea in practice because it is often impractical to collect I identifying information on the recipient in the crypto economy. Let me explain why. Well, there you go. All right. So that is it, Cryptonauts. Until next time. Adios.